So this episode is going to be really short and sweet. It's for people who suspect they have an autoimmune disease or who just found out. I remember not being able to perform my regular work duties, especially being someone who was really young at the time. Um, People just don't think that, you know, you're not or you shouldn't be. People think that you should be able to do a lot more physically when you are young. All right. So the sympathy card, you can you can try to use it if you want to, but it just it usually does not translate well. <laughs> Even when you have a justified medical reason why you're not able to do certain things or help people with you know, what they would consider and even what I would have considered back then very normal physical uh, task in the workplace. So number one, you need support. If you think you have an autoimmune disease, if you've just been diagnosed, get on Facebook, join one of the rheumatoid arthritis groups or autoimmune disease groups, lupus, RA, thyroid, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, now you do. And then of course, Hit me up at Lenslaw2020 with any of your questions. I'm happy to answer it there. You can actually leave me a voice message here on Anchor or wherever you're getting your podcast. And I'm happy, happy, happy to respond to you and provide whatever resources I can. So number one is find a support group. If you have a mental health plan included in your insurance, please use it. Find someone Uh, preferably someone who's used to dealing with people who have chronic illnesses because it it takes a toll on your life and it will affect everything. All right. Number two is if you have been working at your company, if you're living within the United States and you've been working at your company for about a year as a full-time employee for a medium to large size corporation, you can apply for what's called FMLA. Okay, so it's like family, medical, leave, yada, yada. Look it up, F-M-L-A. Now, you can go to your HR, you know, your human resources, and ask for the form. Sometimes um, it's in different departments, but usually it's handled by your human resources. There's going to be a long, lengthy form. You can take it to your rheumatologist or whoever diagnosed you. Whatever doctor you're working with now who's treating your condition, and they will help you fill it out, and you can take some time off of work. You can even get, um, sometimes, again, depending upon your state and where you are, you can get some disability benefits. It may not be a ton. I mean, it's usually like like a tenth, a sixth of what your normal salary is, but, you know, it's something, right? Number three, you want to make sure that because you're just starting out and you're going to be talking to your doctor about medications, your treatment plan, that you ask if there are samples available, okay? And this is provided that you've already found a doctor. If you've not found a doctor yet, then that is going to be like your homework. You're going to get on your insurance company website. You're going to get on um, doctor review (laughs) websites, okay? And you're going to look for, for example, when I was properly diagnosed, I was in California and I thought, okay, I'm going to either Cedars or UCLA. And I ended up going to UCLA. So I went to the UCLA website 
they were covered by my insurance and I looked for a rheumatologist that you know fit the criteria that I I, I wanted right I wanted someone who was used to dealing with patients of color because that's an issue right so if you're out there you're brown you're a black girl you understand that sometimes you are treated differently all right so if you want a male doctor a female doctor if you want someone who's uh, been diagnosing patients who's who've dealt with people maybe in your industry that would also be helpful my doctor was used to filling out these forms her staff understood uh, how to fill out those forms and they helped me through that process as well so those are three things that you can do if you just found out or you suspect that you have fmla find a doctor get support oh and okay once you find a doctor ask for samples ask for samples of the medications that they are recommending you try. Sometimes when you start out, you your insurance company may not cover the actual drug or medication that you'll end up taking. So what you can do, because they'll require you, oh, you need to go to this tier one drug first, then this tier two, and then they'll cover the tier three. If you're not rolling in dough, okay, or financially in a position where you can afford those drugs, you need to ask, do not be shy. You need to ask, do you have any samples of this medication? And while you're shopping around for different doctors, you know, talk to them about it. Talk to them about the symptoms, the side effects. Talk to them about, you know, um, certain things that you would expect. Some, some drugs have different side effects than others, you know, different success rates among older, younger People, you know, some drugs have side effects that, let's say, if you're an active person, you may care more about than if you are someone who does a lot of sedentary work. Yeah, so make sure you write down the list and really think about, write a list of um, things that you care about, you know, in terms of like, um, I still want to be able to do these kinds of activities. There are some drugs that lower your libido. So if you are out there dipping it and doing it, (laughs) you may want to rock on over to another option, you know, just things like that. And you, you may feel a little bit overwhelmed. That's natural. You may not know what questions to ask. That's why I said, get support. Send me a message at Lenslaw on at Lenslaw 2020 on Instagram. Leave a voice message for me here and I will do my best to provide, you know, resources and answer your questions as best as I can. I went through this alone and I, even though I have family who, you know, they they love me, they care about me, they still don't really understand the extent that an autoimmune disease takes on your body and your life, you know, how it's just a part of your life now. So I highly, highly recommend that you go ahead and start with the support group as soon as you can so that they can kind of, you know, guide you and be with you. They can be the people that you use as a sounding board. Maybe even you, maybe you might even make a friend who will go to appointments with you. You know, that's just, you know, and I'm just putting that out there. Obviously, I'm hoping that you do have someone in your life that can go with you, but I went to most of my appointments um, by myself, if not all of them. So if you're out there and, you know, maybe you're living away from your family, which I was, I didn't have family in California, um, and I kind of went through that treatment process alone, then just know that 
there are other options because I, I didn't realize that I could go and seek people out <laughs> on these groups until I was well within my RA journey. You guys, I told you it would be short and sweet. So wherever you are in the world, gentle hugs. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, or a good night. Bye-bye. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Welcome to My RA Life. I'm your host, Lynn Law, and I'll be talking about life with an autoimmune disease, traveling, and all the things that bring me joy. Don't forget. Hit the like, subscribe, or share button wherever you listen to My RA Life. And make sure you reach out. Stalk me on Instagram at LensLaw2020. <laughs> and visit my store at kit.co slash LensLaw. stalkers and non-stalkers alike, follow me on Instagram at lenslaw2020 <laughs> for resources like gadgets I use to make living with an autoimmune disease easier. Visit my online store at kit.co slash lenslaw. Lens is spelled L-I-N-D-S.